Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. Our website is www.thesecretteachings.info if you'd like to check out our full show archive. Our montages are posted there as well, top news stories and more. If you'd like to contact the show, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. And our social media page is facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings we don't do any other social media page i got banned from uh twitter a long time ago so we got off twitter and the censorship on youtube is out of control so no more youtube no more twitter it's bad enough using facebook but that's the one way we reach out to you on social media and you can reach out to us on social media facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings but the email is probably the best way to reach out to the show And I'm hoping in the next couple of months I can get into a position where we can do a call-in show, maybe on Friday nights or something like that, where we can just do uh, two hours of call-ins and uh, have you guys call in and voice your opinion, your perspective, share things with us like you do in the emails. We used to do that. That's how we started radio out was the live call-in shows and like to get back into that. Tonight, I saw three different things that I wanted to share with you. And as I looked at those three different things, I thought, well, we need to kind of whittle those down, chisel those down into one one theme, because that's what I like to do for this show. I like to kind of create a theme and go with that theme. And it kind of creates a narrative throughout the week from all the other shows, all the other topics that we talk about. And I was reading this article from Earth Files, which is Linda Moulton Howe's website. And I was looking about how she, she's been keeping up with these mysterious booms that I know that most of you who have listened to this show are very aware of because we've been covering these things for probably at least six years, something like that. I'm not sure how long Linda's been covering it, but she has you know some posts on Earth Files. And uh, you know I've been skeptical of a handful of things Linda has posted because of that alien picture from the video game. Uh, but Linda is still a very respectable researcher. I still like Linda Moulton Howe a lot. And she was reporting uh, based on uh, Twitter posts and some news reports out of Boston, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. Um, I guess they got reports at Martha's Vineyard as well on the 2nd of April. I did not see this, but around 10 a.m., there were reports from Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Those are the big areas, but individual areas within those areas of very loud, booming sounds, shaking sounds that rocked the area. And a couple of weeks ago, we talked about these mysterious booms and how they relate sometimes to hearing Uh, the hearing of these strange trumpet-like sounds. And these trumpet-like sounds might remind some people of the trumpets and revelation, and some might feel as if this is some form of um, of end-of-the-days 
biblical prophecy being fulfilled. Others simply write it off as an atmospheric phenomenon, and I don't understand how the two can't be intimately linked, how a prophecy can't be something happening naturally in the same way that we talked about Pandora's gateway on Tuesday. We talked about CERN and the atomic bomb and the standard model of physics, which has now been slightly tampered with a little bit because scientific observation has found that there are particles that probably exist that are altering their view on the standard model of physics. And within that world of physics, we find that it's theoretical and that most of the beliefs, even if they can be proven to some extent, it's theoretical, so it's based on faith. And obviously, science has a social battle with religion, and the argument always says religion is based on faith and things you can't see, yet particle physics is basically based on faith and things you can't see. You know, we're always fighting over beliefs. And I've started to tell people in certain circumstances where I believe it's the case, that I don't really think that even when you talk to someone who really disagrees with you, I guess it depends on the subject, but I always tell them, and I've started to do this, always in the sense that I've started to do this the last couple of months, I, I don't think we actually disagree. I think we do agree. I just think that there are many things that individually we want to be true or we don't want to be true, so we defend that. But when you can speak with someone who has an open mind, even when you disagree, I think a lot of times our disagreements, they don't come from belief. They come from word choice. They come from the choice of words, and they come from the, the, the lexicon of whatever background you might have. Maybe you have a religious background, so you talk in terminology like, you know, about God and about faith. Like, I would say I believe in God, but I do not define God in the same way that a religious person would define God. On average, some people might define God in a different way. They might define God like I do, even though I'm not religious and I'm not an atheist. And I don't like labels, but I also don't like the association with some anarchical mindset that since I don't like labels, I must, you know, hate God or I hate everything that's good and I want to be a Satanist and I want to wear pentagrams upside down. You know, I think we just fight a little bit too much. And there's so much mystery in the world. And there are also so many things that are not really that mysterious that are as fascinating as the mysterious, but there are so many people who just don't want to examine what those things are because of what what they imply. I don't know what these mysterious booms are. I've been covering it for a while, and I was reading about these reports from Massachusetts and Rhode Island. I was reading about the, um, the sounds of what people heard and the shaking booms, and I've posited many theories about what these things could be. And my theories are just based on the evidence It doesn't mean they're right or wrong. I don't care if they're right or wrong in that case. That's not something that is concerning 
to me, and I know it's not something concerning to pretty much anybody else, because you don't hear about those types of stories very often. They're very rare. Not many people have heard one themselves, and they don't probably think that it's a big issue because it's not on television. Now, there are some things on television that parallel the types of things that you might hear on late-night radio in the sense that there are things on television sometimes and things in the media sometimes that those in what would other, I, I, I don't like the wording, but what is called alternative radio or alternative media, people that are considered conspiracy theorists. And they'll talk about things that these so-called conspiracy theorists will talk about, and they'll do it either to dismiss what the conspiracy theorists are talking about, or they'll do it to embrace it and hijack the topic to give a different, you know, definition or perspective to it to hopefully prevent people from investigating it further. We have seen probably, uh, I don't know, a couple dozen reports out of major news publications the last few months about the AstraZeneca vaccine for COVID-19 and blood clots and blood clots in the brain, nonetheless. And um, at first, the media said, no, the anaphylactic shock, because that was the first major side effect, the first major direct effect. See, there's those words again that are used to misdirect us. They're magical words. And it's the context that matters. So at first it was anaphylactic shock. That was kind of dismissed. Just a rare case. And then after the anaphylactic shock, it was people are suffering severe symptoms of who knows what. And so, as always, when it relates to a vaccine, media and politicians and the companies that make the vaccines, they say, well, the anaphylactic shock the severe pain at the injection site, the swelling, the fever, the headache, the migraine, the vomiting, the diarrhea, the inability to breathe, all these things. This isn't a reaction to the vaccine that's negative. It means that the vaccine is working. It's a positive reaction. Even if you're having diarrhea, you know, and you've blown your ass out, you know, and you can't, you, you can't get out of bed and you're vomiting. That's the vaccine working. You should go get the second dose. That's not the vaccine working to do anything except make you sick because you've injected yourself with something that's poisonous. As per these vaccines, they're not vaccines by definition. They're gene therapy shots. So they went from anaphylactic shock and then that was written off as a, a, a one-off, even though it was not a one-off. And they based the the definition of a side effect and a reaction to a vaccine based on a certain time frame. So we don't know about all the people who had serious complications an hour, two hours, three hours a day or two days or a week later. People have died in large numbers, but you have to piece those stories together. And now it's blood clots. And a senior official for the European Medicines Agency, the EMA, said in an interview that was published this week that there is an association with the vaccine in relationship to blood clots 
in the brain. Now, I'd like to know how rare these blood clots are. They say they're rare considering how many reports we have of blood clots. And the same goes for anaphylactic shock and other severe symptoms of exposure to whatever it is that's in these vaccines, like polyethylglycol, which is extremely toxic, not to mention the experimental gene therapy that they've concocted and injected into your body and then tell you that altering the RNA doesn't alter the DNA. No, it alters the RNA, which will then alter the DNA. See, they just use the word play. It doesn't cause Alzheimer's disease, they said. But, but if you read microbiology and infectious diseases, they say in that journal that the vaccine will likely cause prions disease, which is Alzheimer's and ALS and other neurological things. So you read this and you wonder, is the vaccine doing more harm than good? If you have a 99 plus percent chance of not getting sick, even if you are over the age of 50, and I think if you get up to 60 or 70, it's like 98% chance of not getting sick. And if you do get sick, quote unquote, you have a 99 plus percent survival rate. You know, if you just read the statistics and the data, it's not about being pro or anti anything. I mean, I guess if anything, it's being pro science, it's being pro statistics, pro data, pro context, really. And when you read that, you learn that there really isn't a a pandemic. It doesn't mean viruses don't exist. I don't know where that idea came from. Yes, viruses exist. Yes, bacteria exists. That doesn't mean viruses or bacteria cause disease. And under certain circumstances, when an environmental condition changes in the body or around the body and in part affects the body, bacteria can become toxic and poisonous, but it's not the bacteria that's causing you harm. It's the environment that alters the bacteria, which is pleomorphic, that causes the harm, whether it's in the gut or it's on the skin or it's in some other part of the body. Other things that can alter that and also can damage the skin and, 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 your, and, and create uh, the same types of neurodegeneration that you would find in, in this mRNA vaccine uh, are things like electricity, um, electromagnetic fields, uh, cellular phones, Wi-Fi. And the list goes on and on and on and on. There's a really good book written about that called The Invisible Rainbow. It's a great book, I think, on that subject if you've never read it. So you look at all this and you think, well, it's just like it's the old idea, basically, that doctors and uh, let's just call it mainstream medicine or medicine in general is the leading cause of death in the United States. And it's one of the leading causes of death around the world. You can say, well, heart disease and cancer. Yes, but heart disease and cancer treatments are usually the things that are killing people. A lot of the people that die otherwise are dying of poor lifestyle choices. So basically, we are responsible, based on official data, for our own demise, whether it's because of doctors or it's because of our own choices. And, and, and those are choices that we make and things that happen in our lives based on our decisions that we are fully responsible for that lead to us being sick and lead to us dying. And it suggests that medicine in this context, not broken bones and things like that, but medicine in this context causes more damage. It does more damage than it prevents. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight here on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and there's more after this. Don't go anywhere. 
This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The month of April brings us further into the waxing of the year, from the spring equinox to Beltane. Join us on The Secret Teachings to track this turning of the yearly wheel through synchromysticism, pop conspiracy, and more Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. And as the sun waxes, expand your perception with a subscription to our show archive, which includes montages and my digital books. A one-time donation or a yearly subscription of $45 at the moment supports the show, the network, and you. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the subscribe tab at the top of the page or use PayPal directly with the email rdgable at yahoo.com. All yearly subscribers also get a free copy of The Technological Elixir or Food Philosophy with free shipping in the U.S. You can also buy the book separately, including the enormous compilation of Occult Arcana. That's thesecretteachings.info. And your support allows us to do what we do Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you want to know more about UAPs, the paranormal, conspiracy analysis, current events, and other topics that interest you? I'm Jess Rogie, host of The Rogie Report. Explore the unrevealed every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, live here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. It's April, the month of burning when the sun proceeds into its waxing phase, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to ktlk the fringe fm thanks again um this is very refreshing and i look forward to talking with you more soon ryan hey this is anthony tyler author of dive manual empirical investigations of mysticism uh, website divemind.net and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable my man 
your host, Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, R-D-G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com, our website, thesecretteachings.info. You can find our show archive there, our montages, my books, and more. Subscribe to the archive. And for the month of April, the month of Beltane, the burning season, you can get yourself a free copy of my book, The Technological Elixir or Food Philosophy. When you subscribe to the archive for one year, Again, that is www.thesecretteachings.info. And you should also go check out the network website, fringe.fm or thefringe.fm. You can download the Fringe FM app to listen for free 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That is fringe.fm or thefringe.fm. The old website link will still work for you, thefringe.fm. The Centers for Disease Control has changed their guidelines once again, this time not on social distancing, not on masks, not even on vaccines. They've changed their guidelines on cleaning. Now, this is very interesting. Last week, I told you a story about a teacher in the state of Florida who, because a couple of students in her class had according to the news, refused. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but they had not worn their masks properly. And again, I'm not sure if properly is the right word. But the teacher claims that the students did not wear their masks properly, so she sprayed them with disinfectant. Now, this isn't about pro or anti-anything. Maybe pro-sanity, pro-reason, pro-context, pro-logic, pro-health perhaps, but these students did not wear their masks properly, so the teacher sprayed disinfectant, toxic chemicals in front of their face as they were walking, so they walked into it and in front of their bodies. Now, when she went to uh, court, the judge said it was basically you know, a misjudgment, it was misguided, but she had good intentions, and... I mean, she was let go. And there's no, there was no uh, story on whether or not the school reprimanded her or the school, you know, sent her home or the parents of the students sued, you know, sp- spray toxic chemicals in a kid's face. But it was just meant to prevent the kids from getting sick. So that makes a lot of sense, right? And then, of course, all those hand sanitizers that you've been like rubbing all over your body like it's lotion. Obviously, some of those hand sanitizers are extremely toxic. And according to the Chicago Tribune, and I didn't need the Chicago Tribune to tell me this, and I don't think you did either. Some hand sanitizers used to fight COVID-19 found to be tainted with cancer-causing chemical. Well, they're not tainted with the cancer-causing chemical. They're made with the cancer-causing chemical. It's called benzene, and it is well known that benzene exposure causes a number of health problems, including leukemia. And that's not a dispute, that's not a theory, that's a scientific fact. Benzene causes cancer, period, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 
Even the World Health Organization's cancer research arm puts it in the highest risk category. Uh, category on, it's on par with asbestos. So you might as well be rubbing asbestos on your body because benzene is as toxic. So you think you're fighting COVID-19 and yet you're rubbing a known cancer-causing thing on your skin. It could be asbestos. It could be benzene. You think you're preventing COVID-19 by spraying children, nonetheless, with toxic chemicals. Seems kind of asinine, doesn't it? And then the FDA, as I've read I don't know how many times on this show because I find it hilarious, the FDA had to place a number of question and answers on their FAQ page pertaining to COVID-19. General information about the pandemic. Here's one of the questions. Can I prevent or treat COVID-19 by using disinfectant sprays, wipes, or liquids on my skin? Can I inject, inhale, or ingest disinfectants to prevent or treat COVID-19? Do I even need to read you the FDA's response? Of course you don't inhale or inject or ingest disinfectants. What, are you mad? Apparently the teacher in Florida didn't read this section of the FDA's website because the next question is, does spraying people with disinfectant lower the spread of COVID-19? Of course they should not be used on people or animals. They're toxic. They shouldn't really even be used at all. And then, of course, our friend Jordan Sather, good old Jordan Sather, the Smoothie King, he made it onto the FDA's website because the next question is, will Miracle Mineral Solution cure COVID-19? Good job, Jordan Sather. Got on the FDA's website for being a moron. So, basically, a teacher sprayed a kid, a couple kids with disinfectant because they didn't wear their masks properly. The hand sanitizers you're using to prevent yourself from getting sick are actually making you sick. And vaccines are causing anaphylactic shock, blood clots, spontaneous death, liquefaction of organs, prions disease. But they're totally safe. And so the CDC has finally said, you know what? The intense disinfections that we are proceeding with as a society. All the disinfections, all the disinfectant chemicals that we're using to prevent people from getting sick are likely doing more harm than good. Wow, I should be working at the CDC. I could have told you that day one. According to Business Insider, and according to the Centers for Disease Control, but the Business Insider article is what I pulled, the CDC released new guidance this week warning of the health risks associated with overly intense disinfection. That's right. And they also tell you that the coronavirus doesn't really spread to people on surfaces. That's interesting because I've got the Washington Post telling me it doesn't spread through the air, so I would like to know how it spreads then. Health experts, according to the CDC, independent health experts nonetheless, looked at... uh, Ways in which to prevent yourself from getting sick, they said soap and water works just fine. Well, I would suggest that you read what's in your soap because a lot of that soap is as toxic. But if you're going to continue to disinfect everything, this is what it says. If you're still disinfecting just about everything you own to prevent the spread of COVID-19, it's time to stop. Oh, suddenly it's just time to stop. Just stop. 
The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention updated its guidance Monday this week for how to clean and disinfect surfaces properly to prevent the spread of COVID-19 at home and in facilities. The agency now says, by large, good old-fashioned cleaning with soap and water or detergent can protect against COVID-19 infections just fine. You don't need to waste time trying to completely obliterate this virus on surfaces using sprays and disinfectants. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said during a White House COVID-19 briefing, in most situations, regular cleaning of surfaces with soap and detergent, not necessarily disinfecting those surfaces, is enough to reduce the risk of COVID-19 spread. Now, before I lose my mind, I'm going to read you the next two paragraphs, and then I'm going to lose my mind. A growing body of research shows that regular soap and water cleaning is usually enough to wash away the virus and prevent infections. Well, there aren't any infections at all, but okay. It's more important to worry about wearing a mask in public and avoiding person-to-person spread of COVID-19 through close contact. I don't know how that happens either because the Washington Post said it doesn't spread through the air, but okay. People can be infected through contact with contaminated surfaces, but I mean really the risk is low based on the science. Quote-unquote, according to a CDC spokesperson, who developed the agency's new guidance, and this is what they told Business Insider. So if I scroll back up, the coronavirus very rarely spreads to people from surfaces, and then it says people can be infected through contact with contaminated surfaces. So I don't know. You figure this one out. I don't have the time or the brain capacity to do this, okay? I'm not spraying disinfectants, but I feel like I've been exposed to them because my brain is totally fried. Now allow me to go off. Can somebody please explain to me why the, the original guidance from the CDC, whoever wrote that, isn't in prison? Why they haven't been brought up before a tribunal for crimes against humanity? These morons at the CDC for the last year plus have told you to spray toxic chemicals over everything. And even the guidance that they've given you to tell you how to do them properly, there's no proper way to spray toxic chemicals. They're toxic. But even the guidance they've given you to spray these toxic chemicals is not being followed. And I would like to know the number of people who have gotten sick and even died from exposure to excessive disinfectant spraying. Not to mention the countless other chemicals that have been used to clean and prevent COVID-19. How many people have gotten sick from that? How many people have gotten rashes and had trouble breathing? I walked into a grocery store a few months ago. They were spraying bleach in the air. How are these people not in prison? Just on the basis that the CDC says, all right, it's time to stop. The science says soap and water works. Well, the science 12 months ago said toxic chemicals work. The science 12 months ago, six months ago, last month, said spraying disinfectants works. The science says the virus doesn't even spread through the air or on surfaces. So how does it spread? The science says if you wear a mask, you're going to get sick because the mask prevents you not only from breathing, but it creates, although I'm not particularly uh, an adherent to the germ theory, it creates a toxic environment. And even mainline science will tell you that it will create bacterial infections and you'll have trouble breathing as a result of that, not just because of the restricted airflow, That's what the science says. Hell, when this all began, I told people, if you want to protect yourself, wash your hands with soap and water. Apparently, 
For the last year, the CDC couldn't come up with that concept, that basic concept as the only way to fight the virus. They did say wash your hands with soap and water, but they also told you to use toxic chemicals. And now they're saying, don't use the chemicals anymore. Let's just wash your hands with soap and water. It's all good. Just wash things with soap and water and everything's okay. Do you see how science isn't really that sound? It isn't really that settled. What the virus just changed and suddenly it can be killed with soap and water and not ammonium chloride compounds? Is that how it works? And then the article goes on to tell you that it's very, very rare if you can catch COVID from a surface, you know, of an object on a surface. And um, deep cleaning protocols are just totally overkill. Totally overkill. Oh, and then they tell you this. This is one of my favorites because the places I've gone where they're using the toxic chemicals, grocery stores, thrift stores. I've been kicked out of a thrift store because of this. And a number of other places, you go in there and they're spraying the toxic chemicals. And guess what? They have no ventilation. Well, that's just asinine. But the CDC, it tells us that um, the things that people do to clean, like fogging, fumigation, and other they, they literally call it theatrical performances. Theatrical performances, folks. It's all theater. Theatrical performances of industrial cleanliness can easily do more harm than good. You think? Really? Do you really think that they did any good to begin with? Literally, the Centers for Disease Control, which is financed by Bill Gates says it's time to get rid of the excessive chemical usage to prevent COVID. They don't say chemical, but that's what it is. All right? End the hygiene theater. That's what this is all about. It's a theater. It's theater of the freaking absurd. And they tell you for a year to use these toxic chemicals, use the toxic chemicals... But then suddenly soap and water will do just fine. And you've got the Atlantic, you've got Yahoo News, you've got Business Insider, you've got just you find a publication, you'll you'll find it. And it's just stop the stop the cleaning theater, stop the theater, stop security theater. Uh, you know, it makes people feel secure. But it's not. It's a hygiene theater. It makes you feel like you're clean, but you're not. You're actually more likely to get sick because of this. I mean, it's just, what it is, is it's, it's criminal is what it is. Calls to poison control centers nationwide have also been on the rise due to exposure to disinfectants. People have tried to improvise their own ways of getting rid of the virus, often using cleaning products in ways that are not recommended. Yeah, well, even recommending a poisonous product is not necessarily going to mean that it's safe to use. They say disinfection should exclusively exclusively target high-touch surfaces and common spaces where strangers meet. All right. So we should just, you know, whatever we touch, we should spray that with the toxic chemicals. Of course, even if you spread the toxic chemicals the way that they tell you to spray them, they're still toxic because they're toxic chemicals. But the CDC, they're saying, end the theater. Stop the theater. 
of cleaning. But it's but see, we've done it for a year now. People have been really sick because of it. More people, I guarantee you, more people have gotten sick. Guaranteed. More people have gotten sick from the disinfectants than they got sick from a virus. Guaranteed. Not not even a question. I would bet large amounts of money on it. But see, we can stop the cleaning. And it just stops, just like that. It, it vanishes. No more problem. We can't see a so-called contagious virus, so we have to rely on experts. And the experts, well, they have other motivations. And so the experts tell us what to do, when to do it. And once we give those people power, they'll never give up their power. Things will continue to be arbitrary, made more arbitrary, very confusing, so that you think like Wall Street, this is too complex. I can't understand the financial system. These guys must be geniuses. I don't even want to participate. I don't understand the science. It doesn't make any sense. It's contradictory. It's confusing. I must be stupid. These guys are smart. I guess I should do what they say. You're smart. You can figure it out. Don't spray kids with toxic chemicals. Do not use ammonium chloride as a disinfectant product. It is poisonous, and it says it on the bottle, even if you use it properly. There's no proper way to use it. You know what's really scary? Most of you know that I work at a little tiny grocery store on the weekends, and people were coming into the grocery store. There was hand sanitizer and uh, gloves and paper towels and um, a bottle of ammonium chloride, a uh, high concentration of ammonium chloride compound, quaternary ammonium comp- uh, chloride compound. And uh, people were coming into the store and they were literally spraying their skin with it. It even says on the bottle, if you get a drop on your skin, you should hold that skin under water for 20 minutes because it's so toxic. These people were spraying their hands with it and rubbing it all over their arms. And then what happens? You get a rash and you're like, oh, that's a symptom of COVID-19. Let me go get a test. Oh, my God, I'm a human, so I'm sick. And then you have to quarantine. I mean, are you kidding me? Is this really the world we live in, folks? If anybody tells you that these products are safe or that they are effective, they have literally no idea what they're talking about. Just read the bottle. The company legally will tell you how toxic and poisonous the product is. Even if you use it properly, it's still dangerous. So the CDC basically is telling us, hey, you know what? You don't need to worry about this anymore. Don't clean too much. Just use soap and water, and that'll do the job. We're overly cleaning. It's making us sick. Isn't that kind of ironic? Is I don't even know if it's ironic. I just think it's asinine. I think it's so foolish. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. You know, it's really, really embarrassing. You should, be, you should be embarrassed. If you're doing this, you should be really embarrassed. But you know what? A lot of people ain't going to stop because they're embarrassed, and they're going to double down on it. They're going to double down on it. They're going to keep cleaning with it. I don't care what the CDC says. This makes me feel safe. It doesn't matter if they're poisoning themselves and poisoning other people. It makes them feel safe. It's all about the theater. It's all about the action. It's all about the drama. Because if a business says, just wash your hands with soap and water, people aren't going to feel safe. But if a business says, we've sprayed everything with disinfectant, Well, they've disinfected it. It can't be infected if it's been dissed. It's been disinfected, so it must be safe. I'm going to go lick it. It's all about word magic. It's all about context. It's all about perspective. It's all 
about perception. I, per- I perceive it to be clean, so it must be clean. Doesn't matter if it's toxic. Doesn't matter if it's dangerous. Doesn't matter if it's poisonous. Doesn't matter if I can see how dangerous it is. Doesn't matter if I swallow it and I die. At least I didn't die of COVID-19. Now, I have something else interesting to propose to you this evening. A couple of days ago, Newsweek published a story about a Bill Gates-funded study to dim sunlight and how it might be needed against, quote, horrific climate change. Now, the way that they were going to dim the sun through solar engineering, that's the technical name for it, is to use chemicals. One of the chemicals they want to use is calcium carbonate, which is essentially chalk dust. Now, if you go online to a medical website, or you go to probably the CDC's website, you can probably find it there too, maybe even the EPA, you can find the effects of exposure to calcium carbonate. Now, people take calcium carbonate for various reasons, but for some people it causes problems. A lot of people it causes a lot of problems. Upset stomach, vomiting, stomach pain, belching, constipation, dry mouth, increased urination, loss of appetite, metallic taste in the mouth, and so on and so forth. People like Bill Gates and people like Harvard University professor Frank Cooch want to spray chalk dust calcium carbonate into the atmosphere. There are dangers to the exposure of calcium carbonate. But to make things worse, back in 2018, the journal Nature published a story about sun-dimming experiment, the first sun-dimming experiment, to test a way to cool Earth. Well, they already know how to do this, but it just makes it sound like it's the first time this has ever happened. It's not the first time it's ever happened. What their plan was, this also relates to Bill Gates, of course, is to spray sulfur dioxide into the stratosphere. uh, Stratospheric aerosol injections or sulfur injections would lead to sulfur raining down on all of us like cockroaches. And, of course, exposure to sulfur dioxide causes irritation of the eyes, the nose, the throat. And of course, one of the effects of exposure to sulfur dioxide is trouble breathing, uh, reflex bronchiconstriction. Sounds like one of the side effects of COVID-19. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, and we'll be back. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books. Available in PDF and soft cover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils 
From ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey, Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here, reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Fringe FM. BTS is your one-stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange. Join me and co-host Black Sky Paranormals, Russ Bailey, as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, and much more. Also, we talk with profound guests, authors, researchers from all over the world, and we take your calls live on the air. Go to beyondestrange.com and learn more about the show, guests, times, free registration for our newsletter, merch, and much more. Again, that's Beyond the Strange, Monday evenings, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And as always, stay strange. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The month of April brings us further into the waxing of the year, from the spring equinox to Beltane. Join us on The Secret Teachings to track this turning of the yearly wheel through synchromysticism, pop conspiracy, and more Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. And as the sun waxes, expand your perception with a subscription to our show archive, which includes montages and my digital books. A one-time donation or a yearly subscription of $45 at the moment supports the show, the network, and you. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the subscribe tab at the top of the page or use PayPal directly with the email rdgable at yahoo.com. All yearly subscribers also get a free copy of The Technological Elixir or Food Philosophy with free shipping in the U.S. You can also buy the book separately, including the enormous compilation of Occult Arcana. That's thesecretteachings.info, and your support allows us to do what we do Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing and redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loud measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork, video and audio production, gotta do video. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. Time is 
is like a really valuable currency next to cost. It's even more important than money. Why waste your time doing all this stuff? This is what we can do for you. Think about like the hours and the money you're gonna have to put into doing all this by yourself. Doesn't make sense. It's gonna take you months to launch. If we did it for you, we could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. It's April, the month of burning when the sun proceeds into its waxing phase. Right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. your host Ryan Gable and you're listening to the secret teachings right here on the fringe FM if you'd like to contact the show email us at rdgable at yahoo.com and find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings if you'd like to subscribe to our archive to support the show you can listen to all of the shows after they air, take them with you, and listen whenever and wherever. The website is www.thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe, you support the network, you support The Secret Teachings, and hopefully you support yourself as well. You get something out of this show that's beneficial, that's informative, that might even help you in your daily life at the very least. Hopefully it will keep you entertained. And I've got something to share with you now in this hour that I think will be very entertaining for you and something that I'm not sure has been addressed in this context. Before we can get to that, I need to preface and recap the last hour. Last week, we talked about a story out of Florida. A teacher sprayed students with chemicals because they were not wearing their masks properly. Another story came out published in the Chicago Tribune and other places about how most of the hand sanitizers that we're using to prevent us from getting sick are actually laced with toxic chemicals. One of which in the report was mentioned benzene, which is not a potential cancer causing agent but an absolutely proven cancer-causing agent. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and even the World Health Organization's cancer research arm, which puts benzene at the highest risk category next to asbestos. And this is what you've been putting on your body, your hands, your children, cancer-causing agents spraying people with toxic chemicals. The Centers for Disease Control 
perhaps as a result of the excessiveness of all of the cleaning, as I've been saying for now a year, the CDC has relaxed its rules on cleaning to prevent COVID-19, saying that intense disinfectants are likely doing us more harm than good. The CDC has released new guidance this week, warning of the health risks associated with overly intense disinfection. They say that coronavirus-19 very rarely spreads to people from surfaces. And other reports show that it doesn't spread through the air, so one is left wondering how and where it spreads. They'll probably say it spreads through human-to-human contact, so don't touch people anymore. Don't have sex, don't kiss, don't shake hands for business deals or when you meet people. Don't even look at each other, actually. Just put the mask over your eyes and walk over a cliff, you sheep. The Centers for Disease Control is telling us that soap and water and maybe a good detergent can protect against COVID-19 infections just fine. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said in most situations, regular cleaning of surfaces with soap and detergent, not necessarily disinfecting those surfaces, is enough to reduce the risk of COVID-19 spread. Great. So we just spent a year dumping toxic chemicals all over our bodies, in our businesses, on our food, near our food, near our pets, near our kids, near our babies, near our dogs and cats and birds and whatever else that you have as a pet. We've spent the last year plus bathing in toxic chemicals to prevent ourselves from getting sick. And now the CDC says, um, yeah, uh, you could just use soap and water and that'll do it. Shouldn't we have just used soap and water to begin with? You might say, well, the CDC did say use soap and water to begin with. Yeah, they did. They also told us to use other things like disinfectants and toxic chemicals. And if you didn't have the science to prove that these were effective, why recommend them? Because whoever recommended these things are negligent. They are criminal. And they should be brought up in court on these and other charges. They should be put in prison for life and denied any chance of getting... Some of these people who recommended this should be put on death row, as far as I'm concerned, with a proper trial. That's the end game. We're trying them for death. You don't get to poison people because of your incompetence and your negligence. And yet, people are fired from their jobs for refusing to clean or refusing to wear a mask because they can't breathe in it. And yet the morons at the CDC will tell us, use toxic chemicals to clean, and then, oops, uh, yeah, you just need soap and water. Imagine the people who have gotten sick, who have gotten rashes, who have become delirious, who have had brain damage, you name it, because of exposure to these chemicals, whether it was based on the CDC recommendation or it was based on the media recommendation and the hysteria generated by media, they should be in prison too or because of their own fear, thinking that anything in an aerosol can is going to kill coronavirus, and so they spray it all over themselves. And I don't mean that as a joke. I don't mean that to be hyperbolic. At the grocery store that I work at on the weekends, people come in and spray their bodies with ammonium chloride. They literally, literally spray their bodies with quaternary ammonium compounds 
which on the bottle says you shouldn't even aerosolize, so I don't even know why it comes with a spray. But even if you used it, quote-unquote, properly, it's still very toxic. And you should not be spraying it, wiping it, spraying it, wiping it, spraying it, wiping it. You're supposed to spray it on porous surfaces, let it soak in, then wipe it up, and then come back with another cleaner and wipe that up. Nobody's doing that. We're spray, 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 wipe, wipe, wipes, wipe, 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 spray, wipe, spray, wipe, spray, wipe. It doesn't do anything except make people sick. People very sick. You might say, well, I don't feel the effects of it. Well, do you feel the effects of being asymptomatic from COVID-19? No, because you're not sick. What about that rash the doctor can't identify? I've got a rash on my skin. Who the hell knows what it's from? It started last year around this time. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe it's that. At least I can consider that as a possibility, unlike a doctor who would just look past it and like, I don't really know. I don't think up. I don't think toxic chemicals could cause that rash. These people are so incompetent. But the CDC says, you know what? It's it's basically hygiene theater and it it needs to stop because it's not doing anything good. It's like, okay. Thanks for the warning. Here's another warning for you. Bill Gates. I know people get nervous. Oh my god, Bill Gates. Why would you criticize such a lovely man? Well, this isn't criticizing. This is Newsweek. This is Newsweek. You hear it? That's Newsweek. Bill Gates-funded study to dim sunlight may be needed against, quote, horrific climate change. Widespread use of technology that dims natural sunlight to help fight climate change should only be used as a last resort, scientists have warned. Large-scale use of the process known as solar geoengineering I thought it didn't exist. Apparently, there's a technical name for it. It's a terrifying concept that is only likely to be used in the future if significant regions of the planet become too warm to be habitable, according to Harvard University professor Frank Kutch. Despite the concern, Kutch is leading a project to study such technology, which would start later in 2021. Now, in theory, solar engineering is based on the idea that experts can reduce the impact of global warming by reflecting sunlight back into space using chemicals. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, when they do that, it also traps heat, creating a warmer environment. If they were to do this, the chemical they would use would be calcium carbonate, which is essentially chalk dust. What they would do is have high-altitude balloons disperse the mineral dust to study the viability and risks of solar geoengineering. They act like, we've never done this before. You do it all the time. I can look up in the sky and see you doing it. And if you don't believe me, uh, we could just go back three years to probably the most prestigious journal on the planet, most prestigious science journal. That is Nature. Very difficult to get published in Nature. And there's a publication from November 27th, 2018, three years ago, First sun-dimming experiment will test a way to cool the Earth. And, um, well, if I read it, there's Harvard University again. And it says, quote, The idea is simple. Spray a bunch of particles into the stratosphere, and they will cool the planet by reflecting some of the sun's rays back into space. Scientists have already witnessed the principle in action. They talk about volcanic eruptions as the little article here continues 
they're talking about injecting sulfur dioxide into the atmosphere. So that's, you know, great. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in a second. Bill Gates has also, and this was many years ago, conducted an experiment in Mexico spraying sulfur aerosols into the atmosphere. And obviously this is the same um, Harvard University professor Frank Kuich, along with others who are mentioned in this Nature article. So in 2018, they say they're going to do this, going to do with sulfur aerosols. Three years later, the same Harvard professor says, we're going to use calcium carbonate And when I read that, I thought, you know what? I wonder if there are any effects of calcium carbonate, something that doctors will prescribe or people will use for various things. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what problem they're having. People say that they use it for, you know, calcium absorption in the body. But if you take this stuff, since it's like an artificial dosing, it can cause your stomach to become very upset, obviously, therefore causing vomiting and stomach pain and belching and constipation and dry mouth and increased urination and loss of appetite and metallic taste in the mouth. And it just pretty much goes on and on and on. And that's in, that's in controlled amounts. Now think about uncontrolled amounts. Well, if you overdose on this stuff, you've got to call poison control. Calcium carbonate is poisonous when you overdose, which is an arbitrary you know, number, of course. So it's not really safe when you take in large amounts of this stuff. Now, if you took in small amounts of it over a long period of time, your body would be able to process it better, but you would still get sick, at least according to the science. But who cares what the science says? Um, And I thought, okay, so they're going to put calcium carbonate into the atmosphere to cool the planet. And they're hoping that it reflects sunlight back. And so we would have chalk dust raining down on us. And let's just look at the effects of chalk dust exposure. So I looked those up. And then I remember reading about the sulfur dioxide experiments. And that was years ago. And I pulled up this article from Nature. It's a very large article. First sun dimming experiment will test a way to cool the earth. Researchers plan to spray sunlight reflecting particles into the stratosphere an approach that could ultimately be used to quickly lower the planet's temperature. I don't know about you, but that sounds like something aliens would do to terraform the planet. But I looked up sulfur dioxide, and I found the Centers for Disease Control's website, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, NIOSH, and this is what it says. Sulfur dioxide is a colorless gas with a characteristic irritating pugnant odor. Exposure to sulfur dioxide may cause irritation to the eyes, nose, and throat. Symptoms include nasal mucus, choking, cough, and reflex bronchiconstriction. And then in liquid, it causes frostbite. People can obviously be harmed by sulfur dioxide, and the level of exposure depends upon the dose duration and work being done. Sulfur dioxide is used in many industries, they say. It's used to manufacture sulfuric acid, paper, and food preservatives. Some examples of workers at risk of being exposed to sulfur dioxide include the following factory workers, industry workers, workers in plants that produce paper, food processing to preserve foods such as dried fruits, and workers who manufacture fertilizers. Now, sulfur dioxide is toxic and poisonous. 
and it causes these symptoms, according to the CDC, nasal mucus, an irritation of the nasal passageway. It causes reflex bronchiconstriction, choking, coughing. Basically, it causes respiratory damage. Interesting. Now, if you're spraying this in the atmosphere, chalk dust or sulfur dioxide, and people are inhaling it, perhaps, and this isn't the end-all answer to the question of why digestive problems have skyrocketed or why respiratory problems have skyrocketed, but I guarantee you it's a contributing factor. If you spray calcium carbonate in the atmosphere and you spray sulfur dioxide in the atmosphere and it rains down in small, medium, or large doses and people inhale it and suddenly people have trouble digesting, people have trouble with constipation, people have trouble with things that doctors can't figure out because they're not looking at the source, so they treat the symptoms and make the problem worse. Calcium carbonate can cause everything from constipation to a severe upset stomach, and it can be, in essence, nonstop every day. It can also cause a loss of appetite, metallic taste in the mouth, the same kind of thing you'd get if you were exposed to electromagnetic fields, which, of course, would amplify the problem when you're surrounded by Wi-Fi and satellites, cell phones, etc., Spraying sulfur dioxide into the stratosphere or stratospheric aerosol injection, which would be sulfur dioxide, and that raining down could cause people to have issues with breathing. It would cause bronchial restriction. It would cause coughing and choking and mucous membrane irritation. These, if you weren't aware, are some of the so-called effects of the respiratory cold so-called virus that we know as COVID-19. Now, not just COVID-19, but respiratory disease is one of the leading causes of death that is preventable in the United States, mostly due to smoking and things like that. But if you were to remove respiratory disease and heart disease and cancer as deaths and associate them with the reason, for the most part, why people die, and that's because of medical treatment, then doctors become the major reason, the top one, two, and three reason, maybe the top five reasons for people dying, meaning that we are killing ourselves or doctors are killing us on our own behalf, thinking that if we go to a doctor, the doctor will save us, when in fact the doctor treats nothing but the symptoms and doesn't do very much to save us. Doctors are the leading cause of death in the United States, and that's even without including cancer treatments and heart disease treatments and things like that. Now, doctors do not consider electromagnetic frequencies, do not consider Wi-Fi, do not consider satellites, do not consider cell phones, do not consider any of the things that are part of the invisible rainbow that exists all around us. They surely are not going to consider what are considered conspiracy theories, what have now been considered theoretical applications, and what now today are considered you know, actual scientific experiments to see what would happen if we spray calcium carbonate of sulfur dioxide into the atmosphere and then let it rain down. And then we wonder, hmm, why do people have problems digesting their food? 
Why do people have severe respiratory distress? It must be because of a virus. It's not because of a virus. It's because people have been poisoned. It's because the environment that they live in has been made toxic. And interestingly enough, the New York Times even reported this on April 2nd. The New York Times reported this last week. Test flight for sunlight blocking research is canceled. The Swedish Space Corporation said it had canceled the flight part of a research effort to better understand the controversial idea of blocking the sun to fight climate change after an outcry from environmentalists and others. The Swedish Space Corporation said this week it had canceled plans for the flight in which it would have launched a high-altitude balloon on behalf of researchers from its facility in the Arctic. It would have been the first flight of a long-planned experiment called Scopax, a project led by scientists at Harvard University. There's your Harvard University chalk dust, sulfur dioxide people again. The corporation, which is government-owned, said it had consulted, quote, with both leading experts on geoengineering and with other stakeholders, end quote, as well as with a Harvard committee that is advising the researchers. The decision not to conduct the test was made in agreement with the Harvard panel, it said. Here's a question. How can you be a leading expert on geoengineering when it doesn't exist? Obviously it exists, and obviously there are experts on it. The advisory committee issued its own statement saying it recommended that any test flights be suspended until, quote, can make a final recommendation about those flights based on a robust and inclusive public engagement in Sweden, end quote. Scopex is intended to better understand one form of solar engineering. Again, I thought that there were no forms, but I guess there's more than one. Obviously, there are more than one. Injecting substances into the air to reflect some of the sun's rays back to space and thus reduce global warming relatively quickly. Great. You do that, and then you explain why the planet got hotter. Because you're blocking sunlight, but you're also trapping sunlight. That's what got us into the problem in the first place. The planet is actually cooling. It's on a cooling trend. That's what the data says. That's what the science says. How are the ice caps melting? Well, moron, they melt every time there's a summer season. Stunning, isn't it? And then they grow bigger in the winter season. It's called context, idiot. Okay, it's called called perspective, moron. It's called you've been lied to by your political affiliations and your political parties and your environmentalist identity. You want to save the planet? You don't do it through getting rid of plastic straws. You don't do it through throwing your car out. You don't do it through wearing green and celebrating Earth Day, which was set up by the Rockefeller Foundation. You don't, you don't, you don't do it by tapping into the, the unlimited resources of big business that wants you to think they care about the environment. You don't do it by entering the climate uh, deal in Paris, where all the big oil companies that you hate so much want countries to be in that deal because it shuts down their competition and it finances natural gas, which they're all invested in. You know, you don't do it by shutting down human civilization when the top carbon producers, if carbon were even the issue, are the major corporations that then want you to have the climate controls that you support because you think they're good people suddenly. It doesn't make any sense because those companies are responsible for all the carbon dioxide. And then you realize, wait a minute, carbon dioxide is necessary for life on Earth. Why would you want to get rid of it? These got to be aliens because there's no other explanation for it. Why would you want to get rid of carbon dioxide? It's the oxygen of plants. More carbon dioxide, if you want to get rid of drought, 
Carbon dioxide prevents drought because it creates an environment so the plants and the stomata on the plants retain more water, therefore not losing water, therefore no drought. You get it? It's pretty simple. However, when people like Bill Gates fund this stuff and you realize there's heavy metals raining down from above, calcium carbonate, sulfur dioxide, digestive problems on the rise, respiratory disease on the rise, it could be probably, I don't know, maybe contributed to by calcium carbonate and sulfur dioxide and heavy metals. So they come out with genetically modified seeds, which Bill Gates has investment in. And then they grow those seeds on the land that Bill Gates owns, which is now more than any other U.S. farmer. Bill Gates owns all the land, you know, pretty much hundreds of hundreds of thousands of acres where they grow the genetically modified foods, where they then use those foods to create the, the fake meats that they want you to eat while they get the giant boxcars full of real butter like the chancellor in V for Vendetta, because that's how the real world works. You are a cockroach, and you are going to be sprayed from above with sulfur dioxide and carbon and calcium carbonate, as well as other toxic heavy metals. And if you don't like it, you're a conspiracy theorist, and you need to shut your mouth. And it's funny because we can say that this is dangerous, this is toxic, based on a health perspective alone, and, and, and that toxic chemicals that are being sprayed, disinfectants that are being sprayed, are really dangerous... And you're called crazy, and then the CDC comes out and says, this is hygiene theater. This is what the CDC said this week. It's hygiene theater, and this needs to stop. Just use soap and water. No more disinfectants and toxic chemicals. I'm going to pick my jaw up off the desk, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Think about that. It's pretty incredible. You've been lied to for another year and just bought it, deep-throated it, hook, line, and sinker, most people. I'm Ryan Gable again. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll be back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. The month of April brings us further into the waxing of the year, from the spring equinox to Beltane. 
Join us on The Secret Teachings to track this turning of the yearly wheel through synchromysticism, pop conspiracy, and more Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. And as the sun waxes, expand your perception with a subscription to our show archive, which includes montages and my digital books. A one-time donation or a yearly subscription of $45 at the moment supports the show, the network, and you. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the subscribe tab at the top of the page or use PayPal directly with the email rdgable at yahoo.com. All yearly subscribers also get a free copy of The Technological Elixir or Food Philosophy with free shipping in the U.S. You can also buy the book separately, including the enormous compilation of Occult Arcana. That's thesecretteachings.info. And your support allows us to do what we do Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> like you're all working for the same guy. It's April, the month of burning when the sun proceeds into its waxing phase. Right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I really like perspective, you know, and I really enjoy accessing my memory. I hope that you enjoy accessing your memory, too. I'd like to share something with you in this final segment. If we access our memory, we can go back in time to the year 2012 and... I can read you a Guardian article from February 6th. This is what the Guardian article says. A small group of leading climate scientists financially supported by billionaires, including Bill Gates, are lobbying governments and international bodies to back experiments into manipulating the climate on a global scale to avoid catastrophic climate change. That's 2012. It says in the article... Aurora Flight Sciences, a U.S. company that develops drone aircraft technology for the military, 
is going to study the costs of sending 1 million tons of sulfate particles into the upper atmosphere every year. 1 million tons of sulfate particles into the upper atmosphere every year. This was 2012. In 2021, Newsweek has published a story a few days ago. Bill Gates-funded study to dim sunlight may be needed against horrific climate change. Bill Gates, of course, is working with Harvard and others, Harvard University professor Frank Kuch, who said that they want to spray calcium carbonate into the atmosphere to cool the planet. Now, in accessing our memory and going back to 2012, this was nine years ago, and reading this article, one might wonder why there's very little reference or no reference at all to those stories when we hear about a Bill Gates-funded study to dim sunlight in 2021. It's like this is a new idea. Every time the article's published, it's a new idea. I can pull up Nature magazine from 2018, and this is what it says. First sun-dimming experiment will test a way to cool the Earth. It's not the first sun-dimming experiment, because back in 2012... Aurora Flight Sciences was studying the costs and the the procedures of sending a million tons of sulfate particles into the upper atmosphere every year. So this is this 2012. But every time there's a story, and it's all linked to Bill Gates, all of them, Bill Gates, Bill Gates, Bill Gates, here's another one, NBC News, Bill Gates-funded chemical cloud could help stop global warming. Now, how would they do this? Well, NBC News says in 2019... Thousands of planes would fly at high altitudes, spraying millions of tons of particles around the planet to create a massive chemical cloud that would cool the surface. Hmm, okay, so that's my imagination. Bill Gates again. Bill Gates study to dim the sunlight. Bill Gates funded chemical cloud. Bill Gates backed climate scientists lobbying for large-scale engineering. Of course, Bill Gates isn't backing the climate scientists because the article says a small group of leading climate scientists financially supported by billionaires, including Bill Gates, so he's financing it and he's running it. Radical plan to artificially cool Earth's climate could be safe, study finds. Experts worry that injecting sulfur dioxide into the atmosphere could put some regions at risk. Yeah, it would just alter the climate, make people very sick because sulfur dioxide is poisonous. And it will create breathing problems, according to the CDC. Nasal mucus, irritation, coughing, uh, choking. Hey, maybe maybe George Floyd died of uh, sulfur dioxide, not, you know, several grams of fentanyl. Nanograms of fentanyl. I can't choke. I can't choke. I can't choke. You mean you can't breathe? Uh, also, sulfur dioxide causes reflex bronchial constriction. That's okay. That's just a side effect, basically, of COVID. You can't breathe. Oh, here's another one. Developing nations to study ways to dim sunshine. And how would they do this? Reuters, 2018, man-made chemical sunshade. Oh, it's a man-made chemical sunshade. What would we call that? Chemical trails in the sky? Chemtrails, that's the street name for it. Here's a big one. November, 2018, CNN. Dimming the sun. The answer to global warming? Question mark. Scientists are proposing an ingenious but as yet unproven way to tackle climate change, spraying sun-dimming chemicals into the Earth's atmosphere. This was published in the journal Environmental Research Letters, and it proposed a unique technique known as stratospheric aerosol injection. And here's how 
the technique works. The technique would involve spraying large amounts of sulfate particles into the Earth's lower stratosphere at altitudes as high as 12 miles. The scientists proposed delivering the sulfates with specially designed high-altitude aircraft. You guys know I I write all these articles myself. I make all this up. That was not CNN reporting that. That was me making it up. CNN says they're going to use planes at high altitudes to spray these chemicals. Reuters says they're going to use man-made chemicals, sunshades. The Guardian says they're going to artificially cool the climate with, well, the same technique. Bill Gates wants to spray carbon, uh, calcium carbonate and sulfur dioxide. They want to do it with balloons and they want to do it with planes. NBC News says Bill Gates wants to use thousands of planes at high altitude, spraying millions of tons of particles around the planet to create a massive chemical cloud that would cool the surface. That sounds very safe. Sounds like there are no risks at all to that. Very, very safe, very effective, 95% effective, basically. Here's the Atlantic, the god-awful Atlantic. The very optimistic new argument for dimming the sun. Hmm. Dimming the sun. How would they do that? Oh, they will inject sulfate aerosols into the high atmosphere to dim sun's rays, as happens naturally after huge volcanic eruptions. Critics assert that aerosols will distort the planet's climate even further. Yeah, that's why the climate of the planet has been distorted in the first place. The parts that have been and the amount that's been distorted by humans, it's been caused by stratospheric aerosol injection, solar radiation management. It's been created by the people that tell us they're going to save us, just like with COVID-19 and pretty much everything else. They create the conditions, the toxic chemicals, the poisonous vaccines, the toxic food, the poison water, and then offer us solutions. And a lot of it's just based on negligence. It's not a conspiracy. These people are conspiring, though, but they're also doing it publicly now. They're like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to spray sulfur into the atmosphere. But that's okay because sulfur has no effect on the human body. Did you know that? No, I'm joking. It causes... Versions of bronchitis, and it restricts your ability to breathe. Apparently, George Floyd had breathed in some of the sulfur dioxide. He couldn't breathe. And, um, well, symptoms of COVID-19. Here's the new scientist. Could geoengineering really help us solve the climate crisis? Here's USA Today. Cloud, uh, global warming is only going to get worse. One reason, those cloud trails airplanes leave behind in the sky. Oh, yes, because it's contrails that are causing the problem. It's not man-made chemical sunshade. Here's Forbes in 2018. Huh. Forbes magazine says, a group of Harvard scientists plan to tackle climate change through geoengineering by blocking out the sun. This will be the first real attempt at controlling Earth's temperature through solar engineering. Really, because back in 2012, they were doing the same thing. But if you don't have a memory, then obviously none of this makes any sense. It's all happening for the first time. I had no idea they were going to dim the sun. What are you talking about? That sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory. Some guy told me that I, I believed in shadow people. And I said, really? Because, let me, hold on a second, let me get on the computer. And I pulled up the U.S. patent for method of crystal formation and precipitation, U.S. patent 2527230. Didn't matter if it's patented Still my imagination. Here's Wired Magazine, March 28th, 2018. 
why climate change skeptics are backing geoengineering. And uh, billions of dollars a year. Here's what they want to do. Harvard University physics professor David Keith. There he is again. This guy gets around. So does Kalk. They both get around. And they're both working with Bill Gates. And it says, again, this is March 28th. This was uh, almost a full year before the Nature article. Launching a slow-moving balloon over Tucson, Arizona to disperse substance such as, such as calcium carbonate dust or sulfur dioxide to reflect the sun's rays back into space. Also my imagination. Here we go. Here's Forbes again. Just a few weeks ago, a Bill Gates venture aims to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun. Could anything go wrong? I don't know. Maybe. A little bit. You could artificially cool the planet temporarily and then artificially warm the planet because the heat gets trapped. How do they not understand this or know this? They do. It's in the scientific literature. They're very sure that if they do this, they're going to have to do it repeatedly because the planet will actually get hotter, and so they'll have to continue to dim the sun. And before you know it, we are in a scenario like in the Matrix where we scorch the sky to prevent the machines from using solar power. We are in a position now where if they don't continue to do the geoengineering programs, the Earth's life support systems might actually collapse, not because of carbon or even pollution for that matter, but because they've tampered with the atmosphere in a very terrifying and detrimental way. And they know what they've done, and so now it's becoming public. We might do this this year or next year, maybe two years from now, and we got Harvard scientists working on it, and Bill Gates is, nobody brings this up to Bill Gates, but he's all over television all over, the, all over the news, Bill Gates' climate engineering, Bill Gates' chemical sunshade, Bill Gates wants to use thousands of planes to dim the sun's light. Like, who is this guy? What planet, literally, I mean literally, what planet is this guy from? What dimension is this guy from? They know the dangers of this. They're going to do it anyway. But this isn't even like the atomic bomb or the hydrogen bomb where they thought it was going to ignite all the hydrogen in the atmosphere and kill everybody. This is something they've already done, and then they act like, oh, we haven't done this yet. Now we're going to let the public know what's going on. Bill Gates wants to control the weather, NBC Los Angeles, 2009. That's an old one. Well, what do you think they're doing with all this? Here's uh, Bill Gates, popular science, Bill Gates' uh, patent back in 2009 to control the weather. Yeah, that's Bill Gates patenting weather control technology. But that's my imagination. Bill Gates wants to control the weather, NBC News. So if you think about this, I've got so many of these papers, I don't know what to do with them here. Carbon dioxide emissions are the problem, they tell us. So we have to spray calcium carbonate and sulfur dioxide, as well as heavy metals, into the atmosphere. So basically, they're sabotaging the environment, sabotaging the life support systems of the planet, sabotaging the water, sabotaging the food, sabotaging our genetics, replacing organic life with synthetic life, and telling us that in order to save the planet from the destruction that they have brought about, we need to be chipped, cataloged, And we need to stand in line and follow orders. Otherwise, we hate animals, we hate the planet, we hate the environment, 
we hate minority groups, and if you're a minority, then you hate your own group. I mean, it's economic, it's social, it's cultural, it's environmental, it's animal, it's, 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 it's warfare against life. And these people that are running these operations, I would imagine that some of them think that what they're doing is the work of God. I mean, just imagine, you're a, you're a scientist, you know, or you're going to school, you want to become a, a, a climate scientist or some kind of, um, you want to get involved in earth science, something like that. And you're top of your class, and all you want to do is you want to save the planet from global warming. No one ever told you about the real data that the planet is actually cooling at a dramatic rate, and the warming that is excessive is coming primarily from geoengineering. And so you get asked to join a company and to join a team of researchers, very prestigious researchers, Harvard University and big corporations, and they offer you, you know, $10 million for, you know, your first two-year contract or something like that. And you go into it, and, and you're very, this person's very intelligent, and they know how to, they're, in, they're, in, they're into engineering, they can build things, design things, they're very intelligent, they know what they're doing. And then they get offered all this money, no one's ever told them the truth, they're operating with half the information, and they're asked to help construct a program to dim the sun so that we can cool the planet. And like most people who feel as if they are obtaining social justice in the world, they feel that the ends justify the means, just like Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin and Mao. I don't even know if Mao had an end. Because Mark, in Marxism, it's just perpetual class warfare indefinitely. There is no end. But the ends justify the means, and so you build this system, and you never know what you're a part of. And in a way... You're an innocent byproduct that's being used by the same criminal groups like Bill Gates. And, and you're as much a victim as the average person breathing in the sulfur dioxide and the heavy metals and the toxins and the chemicals. You're just being used. And when you're done, they'll get rid of you. Or you might get absorbed into the upper echelons of the cult. Who knows? Most likely you'll just be done away with. And if you question what you're doing and you say, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm, I'm looking at the science and the planet's actually cooling down. Why would we want to tamper with the environment? We've already done enough damage, haven't we? Well, they might just find your body floating in a river because you don't get to talk to your Lord and Master Bill Gates like that. He gets to tell you what to do. And if you don't, he gets to cut you open, drink your blood. I am really struggling to find words to explain how serious this situation is. And how over the last 12 years since Bill Gates patented weather control technology back in 2009, it's patented, you can find the patent for it, how anyone can dismiss the subject of stratospheric aerosol injection, solar radiation management, or geoengineering, or spraying chemicals, otherwise known as man-made chemical trails or chemtrails, how you can dismiss that when even the dinosaur media tells you that this is what Bill Gates and Harvard and others are doing. This is the Scope X experiment. This is what we're doing. We are going to spray calcium carbonate, sulfur dioxide, and other things into the atmosphere 
and this will lower the temperature of the planet. The only problem with that is when you do it, according to a couple of studies published in Science, it will likely cause an increase in heat because cloud seeding reflects sunlight, but it also has a counterintuitive effect by trapping more heat. And it also wouldn't decrease CO2 levels. It wouldn't stop ocean acidification. Likely it would increase it. So what is the point? None of this ever existed in popular opinion for years, and suddenly everybody knows about it, but now we have to do it for climate change. But when you read the science, what does it actually do? It increases the temperature. It damages the life support systems of the planet. It doesn't reduce carbon dioxide, which doesn't need to be reduced. It needs to be increased in part. And it doesn't prevent acidification of the ocean, among other things. So what does it do? It warms the planet and makes the environment more toxic and more dangerous and more unsustainable to organic life. Excuse me for feeling as if this is some kind of alien terraforming project. The AstraZeneca vaccine in Europe has been banned in a number of countries because of blood clots. And now we read this week that blood clots, uh, not only are they, they considered rare, they're not so rare. And these blood clots are appearing in the brain. And we're told it's safe. The vaccine is safe. doesn't matter if it's anaphylactic shock. doesn't mean if it's blood clot. doesn't matter if it causes ALS or if it causes Alzheimer's or let me be more technical, prions disease. That's what the medical literature says. Prions disease, anaphylactic shock, blood clots, liquefaction of organs, Bell's palsy, neurodegenerative disorders. That includes ALS and autism. That's what the medical literature says. But no, we have to inject ourselves with it because we have to prevent ourselves from getting sick. And even if you get injected with it, now they're telling you hundreds of people are testing positive even after the injection, the second injection, and after the amount of time allotted after the second injection so that you're not supposedly sick. And it doesn't prevent you from getting sick. It doesn't prevent you from spreading it. So what is it? Well, it's not a shot in the sense that it's a vaccine. It's more of a dosage of gene therapy. And it will alter your DNA. Oh, it doesn't alter the DNA. No, it alters the RNA, which communicates to the DNA. It doesn't give you Alzheimer's, the media says. So it doesn't give you Alzheimer's. It gives you prions disease. It abnormally folds proteins in the brain, and then you get Alzheimer's. It's just wordplay. It's word magic. That's all that it is. In other words, geoengineering damages the planet while professing to save the planet. Vaccines damage the body while professing to protect the body. And now the Centers for Disease Control has said over the last year, all the things you've done, all those things you've done to prevent yourself from getting sick, all those things that you've done to help people, all those things you thought were the best way to prevent yourself and others from getting sick actually didn't do very much at all. because. 
all the spraying of toxic chemicals, all the spraying of the poisons, all the spraying of the ammonium chloride compounds. Benzyl alkyl dimethyl ammonium chloride is one of number, a number, dozens or so of ammonium chloride compounds that are being used. The blue, the pink, the yellow liquids. You've probably seen those that are not even being used properly as if, you know, there was such a thing as being properly used if it's a dangerous toxic chemical. All those things are actually dangerous and they're actually poisonous. And the Centers for Disease Control is now telling you all of that was just, well, it's like hygiene theater. That's all. Hygiene theater. Just made people feel better. But it actually made them sicker. And you could just use soap and water and that would... That would just that would do as well as anything else. Just some soap and just some water, and that's it. So I'm asking the question why there are no repercussions for the CDC people who made those guidelines to begin with, why there are no repercussions for businesses and general managers and regular managers and staff working at stores, whether they're grocery stores or their restaurants or their retail stores where they've been spraying excessively these toxic chemicals and virtue signaling with their signs out front that told you, told you, we use chemical disinfectants to make you safe. It's like we run you over with our car to prevent you from getting hit by a bus. It doesn't work that way. It's poisonous. And if you try to bring this up to somebody, if you sit them down and you say, hey, this is toxic, read the label. They go, no, 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 no. The CDC said I have to do it. Bill Gates said I had to do it. Fauci said I have to do it. And they're just in this, this Stockholm Syndrome trance. It's like, it's a toxic chemical. What are you talking about? It keeps you safe. It's a toxic chemical. Even if there were a virus killing people, you don't want to use a toxic chemical. That'll make people more sick. I walked into a business the other day that was spraying bleach. I took one, I didn't even I didn't realize what was happening. I just I'm breathing like normal because I don't wear a mask and I took a breath and it just burned my throat. It burned down into my lungs. It's bleach. You don't spray bleach in the air, moron. But no, they'll do it. And if you say something, get out of the store. We're keeping people safe. You're dangerous without that mask on. You're spraying bleach and benzyl alkyl dimethyl ammonium chloride. You're spraying toxic chemicals. You're spraying irritants. You're spraying things that are poisonous. And people in grocery stores and retail stores and businesses small and large alike are doing all that while Bill Gates and Harvard spray calcium carbonate into the atmosphere, which causes digestive problems, constipation, stomach pain, etc., and spraying sulfur dioxide into the in the environment, the atmosphere, exposure to which causes the symptoms of COVID-19. In other words, it causes respiratory infection or what we would actually, I think, more appropriately call respiratory irritation, reflex bronchial constriction, coughing, choking, mucus, nasal, uh, nasal mucus irritation. It's dangerous. I'm not saying that sulfur dioxide... And calcium carbonate are the reasons why people are constipated and the reason people have trouble breathing. No, I'm saying that is one of a large number of things 
that contributes to digestive problems and contributes to respiratory problems. And so if you're having trouble breathing, it's more likely because you've been exposed to these toxic chemicals than it is because you caught a virus. You know, there's no evidence that you breathe in the particulates because the particulates have never been identified in droplets from a sneeze or a cough or from talking. There's no evidence of that. Literally, there's not a single scientific paper that it transmits in this way. They can show you that those particles transmit because they can watch the particle, but they've never isolated the virus in the particle because you can't do it. It's impossible. So they create artificial conditions in one study to prove it, but they admit the artificial conditions are not like the real world and would not exist in the real world. So why conduct the study to begin with? And another study, both of which I put in my book, The Technological Elixir, the other study said that they did not isolate the virus in the droplets. They only watched the droplets spread. This is not science, ladies and gentlemen. This is premeditated fraud. But what we can watch is bleach and ammonium chloride sprayed into or around our food and our children and our dogs and cats and birds sprayed onto our hands where people go into stores and literally spray their exposed skin with ammonium chloride compounds and then rub it in. Yeah, rub it on that face. And then they don't feel very good and, oh, they got COVID because that asshole in the corner wasn't wearing a mask. It's like, no, you got sick because you bathed in poison. Not really a surprise, but I guess to people who have no brain cells left because they've been injecting and inhaling toxic chemicals and disinfectants, I guess they wouldn't have a couple of brain cells to rub together to realize that's why they're sick. I mean, when you see people at the store with, with you know bags of chips and donuts and Coca-Cola and piles of cheese and meat, and they're got, they've got two masks on, and they're spraying everything with toxic chemicals. It's like, dude, that's why you're sick, okay? I'm over here in shape with a bunch of vegetables, all right? No mask on. I haven't barely had... The only cough I've had in the last year is because I think I, I, I swallowed a bug, you know? If it was that contagious and that dangerous and that deadly, I would be dead by now, okay? I would be dead. And that's based on circumstantial and empirical evidence. I would be dead by now. The only thing I've had a problem with in the last year is exposure to ammonium chloride compounds, exposure to a number of rodent problems. That's a separate story. And I've had exposure to a toxic social environment for the last year plus. It was already toxic because people can't handle the fact that the media lies to them about Donald Trump. And the media lies to them about, about pretty much everything. It was toxic politically. And then it was toxic because, you know, people think that I'm white. And I guess I am. I don't really identify as anything. I'm a human being. But people think I'm white or straight. So they make identification based on that. And I say, hey, don't, don't you assume my gender. And don't you assume my sexual preference. You know, I might like to have sex with computers. How do you know what I like to have sex with? How do you know what my gender is? I might have two penises. Figure that one out. Okay, do I get to stand in line in front of the cis, uh, the cis male straight, the straight person because I have two penises? Is that how it works? This is crazy, crazy, crazy people. And then I got to deal with the last year plus of like just absolutely crazy 
people spraying toxic chemicals and wanting you to wear a mask because they think it's you're, you're going to make them sick, but they're spraying chemicals and they're eating toxic food. And then I got Bill Gates spraying sulfur dioxide and calcium carbonate into the atmosphere. And I'm supposed to think that doesn't cause digestive problems. That doesn't cause respiratory problems. It's all just a tiny virus we can't see, we can't identify. And then the New York Times says they've, they've stopped the test flight for sunblocking research. Well, they, they stopped one test flight with one experiment called Scopex. There are literally endless experiments going on right now if you look up above you and if you go to your local drugstore or grocery store where they're giving you experimental mRNA gene therapy vaccines. It's all one big laboratory experiment and with giving your consent there's no violation of international law. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you all so much for listening tonight. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. Subscribe today. Support the show, the network, and yourself. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast.